This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think they have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed. And that it is messy. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, boy. Oh, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Um, I'm Sean. This is the show. And we're going to leave the phone lines open throughout the day uh, and get your thoughts on uh, everything we witnessed yesterday. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I'll, I'll toss in some funny stuff here and there, but... Uh, Man, what a day. Um, so let's see, where are we here? We have uh, 13 deceased military folks, uh, 12 Marines, one Navy person. Uh, I think the uh, the official number we're getting from the Taliban, uh, because that's where we get all our information from, right? Oh, right, and our directions and our cues. Uh, I think around 90, 95 uh, uh, Afghans. Uh, th- th- we don't know if that number's right or not. Um, the president uh, said nothing until, well, he was scheduled to appear at 5 o'clock last night. And uh, he came out at five thir- about, about 5.25. And, whoa. Um, blamed his generals, blamed uh, uh, Donald Trump. This is obviously Donald Trump's fault. But uh, the the I mean, just very it was hard to keep up with what he was even saying. A lot of it just sounded like pure gibberish, honestly. And that's depressing in and of itself. Uh, it goes to the question and answer period, and so two things happened at that point. One, he said he he looks down at his notes and says, "I was instructed to call on this person." So very obviously, yeah. He, he is being dictated to by somebody, right? And uh, and then uh, the Peter Ducey moment where he asks him, do you have any, I mean, Don Murray, have you ever seen anything like that? Do you have? Do you take any responsibility for no, this? That was bizarre. The whole thing was bizarre. And sometimes, you know, when I, when I see the president do things like that, he's done that before. He slips in these little, well, I've been told, right. or I've been instructed. And I can't help but think that maybe that's his way of saying, you know, hey, I'm not the one calling the shots here. You know, is maybe. that a possibility, you think? Freudian, just, Freudian, yeah. maybe in a Freudian way. You know, it, it, maybe not so much. Maybe it's just his subtle way of saying, hey. It's not me, man. I'm not running the show. Right. I mean, because, you know, for the past 50 years, he's basically done whatever has been dictated to him from the Democratic Party. Well, that's true. And, you know, this is no lie. This is on the record for the most part. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, it, maybe this is his way of just letting us know. That, you know Possibly. You know, this is being spoon-fed to him. It's kind of like one of those deals where someone's being held hostage and they blink Morse code <laughs> with their eyelids. You know? Right. 
help me. They won't let me go. Is there a form of elder abuse going on at the White House that perhaps Ah. somebody should be involved in? I don't know. It's disturbing either way. Well, he looked, I think we both admit that he looked bad yesterday. When he put his head down. Oh, my God. And maybe he was just frustrated or maybe he was defeated. I don't know. But I'd, I'd never seen that happen before. No. You know? Peter Ducey asked him, "Did you do you take any responsibility?" Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Any, any? I think he started talking about Trump, and mm-hmm. well, he said, uh, "I take responsibility for everything that that has transpired." It was a very bizarre statement, mm-hmm. but then he immediately started talking about Trump and the generals, and then he said, but "You're you're the president." I think Peter Ducey said, "You're the president," mm-hmm. and that's when he he put his head down. Right. A very mm-hmm. strange and sad moment. And that image of that, because I did a Google search just to see how, you know, that image has gone viral. Mm-hmm. Just the image of him with his head down, it's, it, and it's defining. Whether, no matter how you feel about it, whether you find it humorous or whatever, it's a powerful image. And it, it is. It speaks volumes. It does. Um, and, and it speaks that we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're in a very bad place right now. If that's that's the guy, man. Right. Uh, and, and I, you know, a part of me thought that maybe he was like 50 years of, of leading up to this, and I haven't even been doing this for a year, and this is what I what I have now. Uh, you know, this is what I'm going to be remembered for. All Everything I worked for up to this point, um, I always remember him for dropping out of the, the race, you know, back in 88. Right. You know, but... Uh, um, but you know, now there's this, because you know. that that it, that one image is and that moment mm-hmm. is going to follow him his legacy forever. Right, and it's like everybody knew it at the time we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Right, that's his moment. Either either way, it's unfortunate. It's very sad. Yeah. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, it's going to leave the, the lines open for whatever uh, you're thinking about yesterday. Uh, if we have any additional information, uh, uh, we'll give it to you. Uh, also, a Pentagon briefing on Afghanistan is uh, supposedly coming up. We'll, we'll dip into that as well and hear what bullcrap they got to lay on us. Um, the, the other disturbing thing that we're learning and that has been confirmed is that we are giving the Taliban the names of Americans and folks who worked with the Americans and letting them know even to the letting them know which buses they're on under the idea that the Taliban will let them pass and get to the airport think about that for a second now think are you, you you think about we're giving them the names of Americans and our allies on and telling them what buses they're on. Do, I mean, I, I don't know what the, is this amateur hour. This, I, mean, I don't know what the hell this is. Well, that's the, what like I was saying. This is the scary part about it. It's either absolute buffoonery or complete sinisterness. Yeah, they're 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 either complete idiots or villains. Maybe a little of both. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What do you guys think is going on here? Pentagon uh, saying more terrorist attacks are expected. You think? <laughs> They're on top of that one, man. We kind of figured. You know, I, again, I, I don't, and this is a question that I continue to ask, because I, I don't know 
if this is just complete buffoonery on a on a level we've never seen before could they really be could they really suck that bad at at, at running things uh a caller uh, on Warren Rima said this and something I've been saying for a few weeks now I honestly think that the reason they escanned the Trump withdrawal plan is simply because it was Trump's uh, like they did at the border. They, they uh, rolled back all of his policies on the border that were keeping the border secure. Now, as far as the border, I think there are sinister things afoot there as to why they would want that, because they want to flood Texas and states they don't like with COVID. They want to uh, fast-track people into citizenship so they can, so they can vote. So there's 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 uh, there are obvious reasons, obvious benefits for doing that. If if you're a bad guy, if you're a crappy Democrat, and you want to cheat the next few elections, okay. So at least you can see the reason why, even if it's a nefarious one. All right, this for the life of me, I don't know. I absolutely don't know. I, I really do think it may be as cheap as we can't allow a Trump plan to survive and to and to do well. They're blaming Trump for this. Think about that. They are blaming Trump for this. And when Peter Ducey says, "But you're the president," Biden looked like he wanted to, wanted to cry. It was one of the strangest appearances by a president I've ever seen. He is obviously slowing down. I don't think, I think the stress of all this is doing him in. I, I, I think his own ego and arrogance are doing him in. Uh, but I, I, I sure as hell don't think he's running the whole gig, and that means somebody else is. Who are they? But this is, it, this situation is horrible. Just absolutely horrible. What do you think? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Talking about Afghanistan again. Uh, might be having a... Uh, a press conference out of the Pentagon coming up, and if we do, we'll we'll jump on that and hear what they have to say. What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Uh, it's a sad day in America, Sean. Yes, it is. Uh, I just wanted to make the comment that they are checking all the boxes to destroy America. Number one, the border. Number two, spend us into bankruptcy. Number three. Give our best weapons to our enemy to kill our soldiers with, mm. and to demoralize our entire military. And I, I don't, I, I don't see any way out of this box. We, we're checked, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, what's that? It's a sad day. Sad day. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I agree, Richard. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Uh, it, you know, it is. It's very disturbing to watch. Uh, cause you have to wonder how does this get turned around? Uh, how, how do we, uh, you know, because we have so many issues on so many different levels. Chris and I talk about it all the time. He's only been in office for, is it eight months? Barely eight months now? Seven months? Man. 
and and the the backup plan plan B is what Kamala Harris. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, taking your your calls and uh, you tell us uh, what what you're thinking. Uh, on some lighter news, uh, we we did. Uh, did you know it's a, it's a news story that Paris Hilton was seen on a yacht in Sardinia. Paris Hilton. That's news on Fox today. Paris Hilton in a bikini. So her life is still going going well. I never thought she was all that impressive in a bikini, to be honest with you. <laughs> and now that you've had a chance to see an updated photo, has your opinion changed? Nah. No? Nah, right. she's just sitting there on a yacht, and that's international news. Um, we, <laughs> we were, it wouldn't make real news if she were wearing overalls if she were and wearing, driving a lawn tractor. That right. would make news. Well, that's something we want to see. And drinking beer out of a right. can. Yeah. She's wearing one of those hats with the two cans of beer on either side and the straws. Like a, if she went cool. redneck, if she went redneck, that and was sitting on a tractor. Yeah. She'd be sitting on a knot instead of a yacht. That's right. We'll see her at a truck pulling smack over Arkansas. Mad be fun. See some pumpkin chunking. Paris Hilton was seen at a pumpkin chunking. She spent over $10,000 on her catapult. Diamond-crusted catapult. Diamond-crusted catapult. <laughs> she used one of her bikini tops as a slingshot. <laughs> that damn pumpkin ended up in Montana. <laughs> Most people felt felt as if she cheated, though, because she spent $10,000 on her catapult. That was an unfair pumpkin chunking. Well, that's just a redneck good time, man. I mean, isn't that just a countrified, a good old time, man? Yeah, punk and chunking. You ever been to a punk and chunking? Yeah. I have too. I don't even know why I was there. I was a radio thing for me. Pumpkins flying through the air, oh, man. man. Uh, in other news, Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton had a pumpkin chunking. It's 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Honey Boo Boo's in the news, too. Oh, she's an go. adult, and she's packed on about 300 pounds. She's Honey Moo Moo now. Still like scary. Still like scary. <laughs> Lots of it. I don't know why, but the image of, of Paris Hilton putting Honey Boo Boo in a pumpkin chunk and kind no, of all... come on. No. <laughs> she didn't go quite as far as Montana, but he went pretty far. Uh, Paul Stanley's got the COVID. Um, Paul Stanley's just been all, all over the show this week, hasn't he? Paul Stanley of the Rock right. Group Kiss. They had the their their end of the road tour is on hold for now mm-hmm. because he 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 got the COVID. Mm-hmm. Says he feels fine. He's got he's vaccinated. Right. He's vaccinated, and he's got the COVID. And uh, why the hell are people who are vaccinated getting COVID? I'm a little curious about this. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong to be a little curious about, you know, why people who are vaccinated are coming down with the COVID? I, I You know, because I'm vaccinated. Uh, I, I'm not anti-vax. I, you get vaccinated. You know, I, I tell people to get vaccinated. Go ahead. I'm not going to ostracize you if you don't. You know, I don't want to put a tattoo on your forehead if you if you haven't been vaccinated. But, you know, I, I've been vaccinated, but still, it's kind of interesting that we are seeing more and more people who 
who have been vaccinated getting the COVID. They don't get it as worse, you know, or don't have any symptoms. Right. It's like COVID light. He won't be thinking threader anytime soon, though, for at least two weeks. The tour's been intubated. The tour's been incubated. <laughs> no. I've already, it's weird because I was vaccinated with a love gun, and I still got it. Double love gun. Paul, I think you should stop talking to the press now. Gene says I need to stop talking to the press. <laughs> probably got it all. Simmons probably got it, too. He probably got all tongue slobber, you know, flying across the, the stage there. Even COVID didn't want to deal with Gene Simmons. <sighs> Even COVID leapt from Gene Simmons' he's body. A, he's, he's had everything else. There's nothing we can do to him. <laughs> <laughs> probably, how many STDs has that man brought home? He's got Novid. He's got Novid. <laughs> Gene Simmons' own immune system just killed killed it, you know. Right. For all the penicillin he's probably had to take over the course of his life. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to lighten things up here a bit, okay? Think, uh, isn't there a, penis, a Kiss brand of penicillin? <laughs> Kiss-a-cillin. Kiss-a-cillin. <laughs> Kiss Presenting Kiss-a-cillin. Double platinum penicillin. Rock you, your when, infections away. When you've had a dirty night. <laughs> Backstage. Kiss-a-cillin. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Kiss the burn. Kiss the burn. Okay, two one zero five nine. So weird. Two one zero five nine nine. Hey, we're making people laugh, and today they need a laugh. You guys need a laugh. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Very quick call with Ted. Ted, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. So what I would like to see over maybe the next week is for the press corps all to ask the same two questions until they get an answer. And question number one is, what exactly, what exactly It was the rationale for changing the evacuation date from May 1st to August 31st in Afghanistan? Like, what was the reasoning right. behind that? Not because I just want to know logistically – Right. Whatever. Strategically, what exactly was it? And I also want to know the same thing about the border policies that got rescinded and got us into the border. I I think they both I I think they both have one thing in common. They had Trump's name on them. And I really think that's the the reason. One of the reasons. I got to run. I got to run, man. I'm just up against a break here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Yeah. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. <sighs> I'm a little winded. <laughs> I uh, I stop uh, into ESPN for uh, just to say hello with the guys, Rob Thompson, and and just for uh, to to say hi because I'm such a sports expert. Right. And then you've got to run back. Now we're usually getting Chris, for breath. Chris Glasgow halfway down the hall because he's running to come get me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start. I just want my defibrillator going off. That's all. Right, That's okay. We still got a lot of show to do. Um, I would tell you to take a deep breath, but you've taken several since you sat down. So. <laughs> 
210-599-5555. We'll get that shored up there a little and, you know, as far as the timing. Um, 210-599-5555. Are you going to be okay? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. I'm okay. I'm you need okay. a drink of water or something? Yeah, or? I got some water right here. Or maybe, uh, how about a towel? A towel. <laughs> How about a massage? Yeah, I can go for a massage. We towel you off a little bit. <laughs> so, I won't do that. Chris will. But no, uh, I can at least get a towel. Okay. Chris, you're on massage duty. <laughs> I'm getting a strange look now. Um, you didn't say I who did. to massage. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Drops the mic. I bet you're pretty low on the list, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure I'm very low on the list. <laughs> Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We do have a Pentagon briefing on Afghanistan. It's going to be starting shortly, uh, and when that does, I do want to listen. Um, uh, b- before the break, we were talking about the president's just awful appearance yesterday. Uh, you know, I'm still I, I, to say it was one of the most bizarre moments, presidential moments, would be an understatement. And uh, so I, I, I wonder if, uh, if the, uh, this is the first uh, uh, press briefing from the Pentagon after the attacks uh, since yesterday. So it'll be interesting to hear uh, if there are any questions about the president and his performance last night. Again, uh, I don't know how disturbing this is to you, but uh, at a moment when Americans have lost their lives, American servicemen have lost their lives from a terrorist attack. The fact that the president didn't say anything until uh, later in the evening and was also 25 minutes late from the scheduled uh, uh, appearance. You know, you just got to wonder what the hell is going on behind the scenes. What is going on behind the scenes? Because he not only... You know, he kind of did the usual gibbering and, and blaming Trump and blaming everybody but himself. Uh, uh, he, he was real slow, man. He was at a slow pace yesterday. And let's slip once again. Uh, I have been instructed to call on this person first. Uh, so very obviously, uh, there is some kind of relationship going on with the press, except except for Peter Ducey, where they're submitting their questions and uh, the answers are being pre, you know, pre-written, pre-scripted. And uh, that's not what a free press is. That's not how a free press is supposed to operate. Uh, why they endure Peter Ducey is beyond me. That's the interesting thing, that Peter Ducey is, you know, still there. Because uh, he's the only one that asks the tough questions, and uh, and Peter Ducey asked him famously, "Now, uh, do you accept any responsibility for this?" And the president looked kind of glum and and said, uh, "I take responsibility for everything that's happened up to up to this point, or something like that." And then uh, and then Peter Ducey, and then he starts to blame Trump and his own generals. He blames Trump, the generals, the Afghans. And uh, Peter Ducey can hear him, but you're the president. You are the president. And this one, he kind of hung his head uh, down uh, towards his chest. It's it's very strange. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, with this press conference with the Pentagon 
if uh, if they'll, uh, anybody will ask any questions about the president, about his condition, about what he plans to do. And I don't know about you, but my sense uh, is he's got, not going to do anything. And by not do anything, I mean it feels to me like he just wants to run out the clock on this thing. Do you know what I mean? Like he just wants to get to get to August thirty first. Say what well, we did everything we could do. Can't get any more people out. Uh, we've got a relationship with the Taliban now, so they're not going to hurt any hurt anybody, right? And however many Americans are are left at that point are well, that's you know, forget you. I honestly think it's going to be that bad. I think he's just trying to run the clock out. I was given quite a hurdle, but boy, did I overcome it. <laughs> right. Look, champ, I inherited this situation. Yeah, you inherited it from yourself, man. Uh, so I, because I, something should have been done by now. I mean, <laughs> if there was going to be some some response, or if there's going to be some, uh, you know, overpowering response, like he he said about a, a couple of weeks ago, should not have happened by now. You know, I mentioned that airport is kind of like the Alamo at this point. It's surrounded by a ring of bad guys. You don't think at some point they're going to go inside that airport? They're going to just roll right in? I would would submit they will. And that's going to be a horror show. More attacks are imminent, uh, according to the Pentagon... Uh, duh, you know, so what? what's stopping them? What's stopping them? So uh, I, I have the faintest idea uh, how, how this is going to go or uh, how it's going to end up, but certainly n- n- not in any kind of a good way. If you have any thoughts on this, again, we're leaving the phone lines open uh, <clears throat> until we get to the press conference, 210 599 5555 2105995555 uh your thoughts your reactions and uh it looks like we are getting close to this thing beginning so why don't we go ahead and take a break and then uh we can come back to it 2105995555 it's Sean on News Talk 550 KT uh 550 KTSA and we're back uh let's go uh to the Pentagon for their their briefing uh, and take a listen on News Talk 550 KTSA. From the attack. These personnel have been transferred to Lonsdale Regional Medical Center and are receiving uh, care. In Kabul, commanders on the ground continue to assess the risk and the dynamic situation uh, there as they have, have been since the beginning. Force protection remains paramount with the continued threat. We've continued the evacuation mission yesterday, as you saw, uh, as you reported last night, and I'll give you an update of how things have gone in the last 24 hours. Yesterday, 35 U.S. military aircraft, 29 C-17s and 6 C-130s, departed with approximately 8,500 personnel. Combined with 54 coalition aircraft departures, An additional 4,000 personnel left Kabul uh, for various uh, intermediate staging bases. 89 flights uh, total yesterday out of Kabul, totaling approximately 12,000 
500 evacuees now safely out of Afghanistan in a 24-hour period. In the past 24 hours, more than 300 American citizens were evacuated from Afghanistan, bringing our updated total to approximately 5,100. We continue to maximize our efficiency, and since U.S. and coalition forces began the evacuation, approximately 111,000 evacuees have departed safely. The State Department consular officers continue to screen and process people arriving at uh, gates around Kabul. Some gates have been closed, as we reported, but American citizens, SIV applicants, and vulnerable Afghans who have the designated and proper credentials uh, will continue to be processed for departure from the airfield. There are still approximately 5,400 individuals on the airport uh, as of this report awaiting uh, for flights out of Afghanistan. We have the ability to include evacuees on U.S. military air airlift out of Afghanistan until the very end. The Department of Defense has the continued responsibility to support the State Department in the ongoing movement, evacuees through our intermediate staging bases and safe havens all the way to the United States in the coming days uh, and weeks. On that topic, here's a quick update on the uh, military installations uh, in our safe havens and staging bases in CENTCOM and, U and UCOM that are helping uh, transition uh, all these flights. CENTCOM locations, including AUD at Air Base, steadily receive, process, and transfer passengers to follow-on locations in Europe and the United States. Today, UCOM will receive about 19 flights and approximately 19 or and approximately 5,000 passengers in Germany, Italy, and Spain, including the naval station Rota. In turn, six flights will transport about 3,300 people from Europe uh, to the United States. I cannot say enough how important the contribution of our allies and our partners has been in this massive global operation. Additionally, more evacuees continue to arrive stateside and are moving to designated installations throughout NORTHCOM. The NORTHCOM uh, Commanding General, General Van Herc, will provide a more focused briefing uh, on this extensive effort in his brief later today. In conclusion, I'll reiterate uh, what General McKenzie uh, said yesterday. There are more than 5,000 U.S. service members in harm's way, saving as many people as they can. It's a noble mission. We have seen firsthand how dangerous that mission is, but ISIS will not deter us from accomplishing this mission. We appreciate your thoughts and prayers for all of our service members who are carrying on uh, this mission today. Above all, we remain focused on evacuating American citizens and other personnel designated by the Department of State, safeguarding the lives of those whom we are providing assistance and keeping American troops safe. Thank you. It was Major General Hank, Will, Hank, <coughs> Hank Taylor. <coughs> so we continue uh, listening to a Pentagon Just briefing. Have, uh, one other thing to add, and it's a good segue from uh, what the general uh, ended with. Uh, today, the Department of Defense can announce that it has authorized Marine Corps Base Quantico, Virginia, Fort Pickett, Virginia, and Holloman Air Force Base, New Mexico, to provide additional support to the U.S. mission to evacuate 
Afghan special immigrant visa applicants, their families, and other at-risk individuals. These, these installations join Fort Lee, Fort McCoy, Fort Bliss, and Joint Base McGuire-Dix in providing this support. The Defense Department will continue to support the State Department in providing temporary housing, sustainment, and support inside the United States for a capacity of up to 50,000 Afghan special immigrant visa applicants, their families, and other at-risk individuals. Uh, U.S. Northern Command will coordinate the details of all this with the State Department, the Department of Homeland Security, and, of course, the Department of Health and Human Services as necessary, and it will be providing, provided under presidential drawdown authority to the maximum extent possible, with additional support being provided on a reimbursable basis. And as General Taylor let you know, we have General Van Herc, the commander of U.S. Northern Command, coming into the briefing room with you later this afternoon, and he'll be able to provide a lot more context on that. That will take questions. Lita. Um, this is probably for the, for, uh, the general. Um, the president has said he wants to vow, basically, to get back at ISIS. How difficult will it be for the U.S. military to do that type of operation, considering the lower number of troops and the difficulty in getting intelligence on the ground? And then, I don't, I don't know if this is you or, or uh, John. Um, can you just talk about the number of people that we'll, we'll see getting processed over the next several days? Is that number going to gradually go down? Do you have out the number of people you think you're going to, or what's your ballpark estimate? Yeah. All right. Uh, on your first question on uh, our capabilities and abilities uh, to protect ourselves or to also uh, to conduct the strikes, as you said, as I've said all along, we have resources. Uh, with the CENTCOM commander and with the commanders on the ground and the capabilities uh, to allow us uh, to execute any type of those operations uh, as uh, those are required to do. So, Lita, um, again, we're, we're still uh, planning on ending this mission at the end of the month. And as I said the other day, uh, as we get closer and we are getting closer, you're uh, going to see us begin to make those muscle movements to pull out uh, our troops uh, and some of our equipment uh, as appropriate with any retrograde. What we want to do is preserve as much capability for as long as we can, both in terms of the security footprint, but also uh, in terms of the ability, as the general alluded in his opening statement, to moving out evacuees. Lives are still the priority, uh, and uh, the lives of our troops uh, and, of course, uh, the, the lives of evacuees and trying to continue to get as many out as possible. So there will be a balance over the next few days as we continue to process through that transition, as we continue to as what we call retrograde. Um, and, and I can't give you a specific number on any given day, uh, but I think uh, you'll see us uh, adjust as necessary to make sure that we're achieving that proper balance. But we will be able to fly out evacuees Right up until the last moment, that's going to be the goal. And if I may, you didn't ask this, but I want to take the opportunity to convey to all of you that as we did before, when we began ret a retrograde, a withdrawal back in April, um, we were very judicious about the detail that we were putting out. And I just want to level set with all of you that you're going to see us become more judicious now going forward as we get closer to the end of the month about what information we're giving you in terms of how many troops on the ground. I would not expect us to be giving that number out. 
uh, in going forward and uh, what the capabilities are and where they are and what they're doing. We're going to be very, very mindful of the operational security element at this, and I think yesterday is a stark, grim reminder of why uh, that's important going forward. I know that's not what you asked, but I wanted to take an opportunity to get that out there. Jen. John, how can you say with such certainty, and how can General McKenzie say with such certainty that the Taliban were not involved in this suicide bombing? I understand that you're reliant on them for protection around the airport, but are you ruling out them being involved because you're so dependent on the Taliban right now? Actually, I didn't hear General McKenzie put it that way, Jen. In fact, I think in, uh, uh, in one of the questions he got, and I think it was Idris's, you know, he said, Idris asked, was there a failure? And the general said, of course, there was a failure somewhere, obviously. Um, and he even alluded to the fact that it, it could have been. All right. Uh, news Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, we're going to go uh, to the newsroom and ABC and break from the uh, Pentagon briefing. Uh, only real news is that apparently there was only one suicide bomber uh, at the airport. I, 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 I didn't catch if that meant the, there wasn't an explosion at the hotel, but we'll we'll – Hash that out when we get back uh, after uh, we hear from Don Morgan and ABC News, and we'll go back to the phones on the other side of the uh, other side of the break. Sean Ryman, News Talk 550 KTSA. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back uh, six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. I uh, was the president uh, yesterday. Somebody's instructing him who to call on, and somebody's writing the answers. It's painfully obvious now. Uh, we checked in with a uh, Pen- uh, Pentagon uh, briefing just to few minutes ago, and uh, really the only news that's come out of this, other than the usual gibberish about how we're going to get everybody out uh, before uh, August uh, 31st, uh, and this uh, this is different from what we uh, have been reporting, they're saying now only one suicide bomber in Kabul yesterday, there was no second explosion at the hotel. Uh, so, uh, no, and just one suicide bomber, no second explosion at the hotel. Uh, the number of Afghans, I believe, who they are now saying have uh, been killed is up to 170, I believe. And again, uh, we've lost 13 service members, 12 Marines, uh, and one, uh, Navy, uh, person. And, and, Again, you know, take. I'm going to open up the phone line. So whatever is is on your mind that you'd like to talk about as far as this these events, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, it it it's 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 depressing as hell to just go through this every day because it just gets worse, and uh, that's why we try to uh, happy up the show every now and again with some stupid crap. Because it's it's mind-boggling how badly this is going. Uh, you know, we're, we're hearing, and, and this is something that, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson was talking about, and we were talking about on Where in Rima, and that apparently since April, since April, 
we have been sharing intelligence uh, with the Taliban uh in in regards to uh who what, what Americans where the Americans are uh <clears throat> i guess some operational stuff telling him uh you know giving them lists of people that are on buses what buses they're on and uh the the idea being i guess that the Taliban is working with us on this withdrawal And somehow we're supposed to trust them. And uh, you got John Kirby right now, Admiral John Kirby, <clears throat> uh, saying that uh, discussions are still going on with the with the Taliban. We, we've been bombing them for 20 years, man. For 20 years they've been the enemy. And now we trust them with intelligence, with information on Americans there in, in Kabul. I mean, is. How do you, what do you say to that? Uh, here's Wade. Wade, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Good morning, Sean. Hey, you know, as a veteran myself, I am still trying to figure out why do we need an extra 100,000 people to be taken out of Afghanistan? Yes, I understand it's a humanitarian type issue, but come on, let's get our people out before we worry about everybody else. That's just my thought. Thank yeah, because there's like 5,000. I think the last number I heard is there 5,000 Americans still left in, in Afghanistan. 5,000. Yeah. I mean, if I was an American, I definitely wouldn't want to be there. Well, no. But, you know, I, 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 don't, see, I don't see a lot of hope for getting all those people out. Yeah, you know? I, I do agree. Mm. But uh, I, I hear the somberness in your voice today, and I, I really appreciate everything you do. I enjoy listening to you on my drive every day. Thank you. And uh, thanks for thanks for being out there and being a voice for us. Thank you, man. It's my pleasure. I appreciate the call. <laughs> All right. Thank Rock you. on, man. Rock on. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, it's just it's it's mind boggling. You really shows like this or a week like this. And let me tell you something. I I am looking forward to uh, <laughs> some downtime after this week. I'm going to obviously have to keep monitoring the uh, the, the news uh, as things unfold over the weekend. Can't completely completely disconnect like I normally do. But uh, it has been a long and heavy week for the world. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm doing doing okay considering what our country and our men and women in uniform are going through right now. Uh. Uh, Democrats are like the mayor in the movie Jaws. I've long said that they cannot function. They cannot deal. They cannot exist within the realm and the constraints of reality. So just like the mayor in that movie, they choose to ignore it. They, they, They can't, they cannot forward their progress. They cannot have faith in their own ideology in the existence or in the in the in the presence of of reality right so they just ignore it they just choose to ignore it and go up oh, no no they're they're our friends we we've been in bed Ugh. with them for 20 years they love us you know it's they, surreal they it wasn't it wasn't they who attacked us osama bin laden didn't have anything to do with this i mean it is surreal it is it's disgustingly surreal it's extremely disappointing and i just I will never to my grave be able to wrap my head around the fact that any Americans of any faith, 
of any of any uh, a profession uh, that any American at all who believes in America, who believes in the brotherhood of this country, would vote for any Democrat on any level. You cannot feed the monster a little bit and right. then be upset right. when it has your men killed. Yeah. I concur, man. I appreciate the call as usual, Steve. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Where are we? Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Leonard. Leonard, how you doing? Hello? Hey, how you doing, man? You're on the radio. What are you thinking? I'm doing fine. Say, I'm uh, calling about that guy yesterday that was spurting out about the Constitution. He needs to go back and check his figures. Uh, I, I don't, Congress and the Supreme Court has made so many unauthorized changes to the Constitution that you can't even recognize it now. That's why they have a thing called the election of state. Right, right. All right. Well, I appreciate the call, man. I, I, I don't want to get too off base with previous days or calls or what have you. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. <clears throat> on a lighter note, and I've been talking about this, uh, we started doing this thing on uh, on Where in Rima. It's a really cheesy, old-school uh, radio guy thing where you talk about the day's holidays, and you know, every day is a different holiday. Uh, just so you know what today, today is uh, Banana Lover's Day. Banana Lover's Day. I know Don Morgan, that makes him happy. You like, you like yeah, vegan, so you like bananas. It's banana, so celebrate all things banana. It's uh, just because day. <laughs> you know that should be every, 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 every day, day in my life. Every day of my life is just because day. Just because, just because. It's Tarzan day. Why does Tarzan get a day? You know, no, people don't even really know who the hell Tarzan is anymore at this point. He's right up there with Underdog. He's Tarzan Day. Nobody, nobody knows who he is anymore. No. And uh, it's it's World Rock, Paper, Scissors Day. World Rock, Paper, Scissors Day. Fascinating. These are fascinating holidays. Right. I don't know why, but Tarzan Day and Banana Day seem to go hand in hand with me. You know, because he, well, he lived in a jungle. He lived in a jungle. He probably ate a fair amount of bananas. One would think that he had a, access to several tropical fruits. He was king of the apes, so he probably noshed on a lot of bananas. Chris looks like he's bored out of his mind. <laughs> well, i got to talk about something else every now and again. <laughs> I can't. It just can't be death and doom and the end of the world all the time. Put a, put a smile on your face, guys. It's National Banana Lover's Day, so go love on a banana. And... Uh... <laughs> You know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, you didn't just say that. You know what I mean. Oh, oh my love. God! No, you said it, and then you looked at me and smiled. I did not. Yes, you did. No, I did. Oh I, I meant eat what a banana. What is wrong with you? I meant eat a banana. Yeah, Love yeah, a banana. Loving on a banana. No, I didn't and mean then it you that way. At me and smile. Well, give it a little hug before oh, you eat it. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, sure you did. Okay. Oh, come on. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, grope, you, a, you, grope some oranges <laughs> while you're at it. Come oh, on. Oh my God. What am I, a fruit pervert now? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll go to the H-E-B today. Everybody's going to be giving, giving me dirty looks if I'm in the fruit section. I meant enjoy a banana. That's precisely what I meant. Love a banana. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm.
That's what I meant. Who believe? Raise your hand if you believe him. Look, he's putting his head down like the president did yesterday. <laughs> You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> it just seemed like it did. Yeah, okay. I, I really didn't mm. mean it that way. Love a banana day. <laughs> Show some bananas some love. It's <laughs> Banana Lover's Day. All right, that's what I meant. Okay, uh, 210-599-5555. Are you blushing or is your battery pack too high? I'm not sure. <laughs> I really didn't mean it that way. Two one zero, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty, uh, KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. And. Uh, we're going to talk about January 6th uh, coming up here in a minute, but uh, I want to take one more call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, here's John. John, how are you doing? Uh, real good. Heavy heart. First things first, may God bless your recovery and get your health all straightened out. We need you. We need the information coming to us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. No journalism. We're really dependent on you. Uh, and I kind of just wanted to say that uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, that, that cut, I don't watch TV, but uh, I depend on radio. And uh, that Tucker Carlson thing that you were talking about earlier, I had been trying to put that into words, but he did it before I could. So uh, it must be something to it, and it bears repeating because, uh, man, there's so many dots out there now, Sean, that need to be connected. On all of this. Well, I mean, how do you respond to that idea that they're, we've been sharing intelligence and information about Americans with the Taliban apparently since April? That's insane. If you could have written the script beforehand, the Taliban couldn't have written it any per- more perfect if they had the... the right, right. Mm. All right, man, I, I appreciate the call, man. Thank, and thanks for uh, thanks for supporting the show. I appreciate it. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Another story that's not with everything that's going on. You're not really hearing a whole lot about uh, amidst all the uh, the 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 uh, Afghanistan uh, story is that we now know who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt at the Capitol on January sixth. His name is Lieutenant Michael Byrd. Uh, he did a interview for NBC with Lester Holt. He's a 28-year veteran uh, of the Capitol Police Force. And, uh, you know, um, we, we've all seen the video of Ashley Babbitt getting shot. And, uh, it, it's, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. Uh, he's black and she was white and had the, uh, skin pigments been reversed. Do you think it would have taken this long to find out who he is? Just being serious, just asking the question. Uh, you know, he said that, uh, he saved, I, I know, I know that day I saved countless lives. 
I know members of Congress as well as my fellow officers and staff were in jeopardy and in serious danger, and that's my job. Uh, he, when asked why, and this is from the, the NBC article from the interview, asked why he pulled the trigger, he said it was a last resort. I tried to wait as long as I could. I hoped and prayed no one tried to enter through those doors, but their failure to comply required me to take the appropriate action to save the lives of members of Congress and myself and my fellow officers. Uh, he has been cleared of wrongdoing by the Justice Department and the Capitol Police. Uh, in announcing, it's the, this is straight from the article, in announcing its decision not to charge him, the Justice Department said in April that the investigators had examined video, physical evidence from the scene, autopsy results, and statements from, from the other officer involved, as well as other officers and witnesses. The investigation revealed no evidence to establish that at the time the officer fired a single shot at Miss Babbitt. The officer did not reasonably believe that it was necessary to do so in self-defense or in defense of the members of Congress or others evacuating the House chamber, federal prosecutors said in a statement. Uh, so that you know, that's the conclusion of that story. Uh, I, I've seen the video. You've seen the video. It, there was they were yes, they were trying to push in through the doors. She was crawling in through the doors at, into the into the window, I believe. But there was no nobody had any weapons that I could tell, and she certainly didn't have a weapon. I just you know, I know you're probably going to hate my guts for saying it, but I think this whole thing would have gone down dramatically different just based on how other cases have gone, had she been black and had he been white. Because in this day and age in our country right now, in the year 2021, skin color determines everything, and you know it. 210-599-5555. Let's go to uh, Jeffrey. How are you doing, Jeffrey? Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, back in the 70s, uh, President Carter wanted to take us out of South uh, Korea. And there was a commander of the troops there in South Korea, uh, Lieutenant General John Singlaub, publicly rebuked that idea. And he was called to Washington and relieved of command and subsequently retired. But, as you know, we're still in South Korea. And that's one of the options that generals have when the, the um, civilian um, leadership is trying to make stupid decisions. And the problem is that none of the leadership at this point, it seems, in the military has grown at least one testicle in order to try to make do the right thing whenever they're faced with these kinds of options. Uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing these fat, out-of-shape old guys that don't have any any uh, courage. Well, it's just – it's it's – you know, uh, listening to them prattle on and on about how, about how they're going to get everybody out, who wants to leave, who wants to leave. That's the new narrative, you know, uh, yeah. because apparently there's Americans who want to stay, which is not very believable. And uh, it, it, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how this thing shakes out because it doesn't appear to, that they're going to really do anything. And they, they continue to say that, uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, more attacks are imminent. Uh, and uh, it's just a horrible situation. I don't even know what you do at this point. So. And, they're, and they're so impressed with the work they're doing at, uh, you know, leaving whenever yeah. they've caused the problem. Right. It's, I appreciate it. 
disgusting. Thank you. I appreciate the call, sir. 210-599-5555. It's uh, Sean Rhyme on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, looks like uh, the press uh, conference is uh, winding up. Um, again, the only real news that we got out of this, uh, there was only one suicide bomber. There was no second explosion at uh, that hotel that we heard about yesterday. Uh, they claim they're going to get everybody out by September, everybody who wants to get out by September 31st, which I think is damn near impossible. Um, and uh, they are closely monitoring specific threats in real time. Let me say that again. They're monitoring specific threats in real time. What other kind of time should they be monitoring <laughs> specific threats, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But if uh, you have any thoughts, you want to give us a ring, 210-599-5555. Uh, 210-599-5555. Again, uh, Joe Biden's uh, appearance yesterday uh, was beyond horrible. It was pathetic. It was weird. Um, I I think that image of him hanging his head uh, down to his chest is going to stick to his legacy forever. And I, you know, I, I don't know to what, to what extent, uh, and, and I think we all agree that there are other people actually doing the job, right? I mean, uh, you believe that, right? That, that he's not the guy who's actually running the show. Uh, he, he let it slip again yesterday that he was instructed to call on a certain reporter. Instructed by who? <laughs> who did the instructing? I'm kind of curious. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to ask this. I don't know if I'll get any calls on it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. 210-599-5555. I'd like to check in with Democrats every now and again because we do have Democrats listening to this show every day for whatever reasons. Um, where are you with your president right now? Where, where are you? Uh, are you still feeling good about that vote if you actually did vote for him? Because I think a whole lot of people didn't vote for him or people voted for him who don't actually freaking exist, but... If you proudly cast a vote for Joe Biden, and even if you were in complete support of him up till last, you know, before last weekend, where are you right now? Are you still feeling good about that vote? Because, see, here's my issue, okay? This should be an American thing. All Americans should be horrified by what they're seeing going on. Okay, this should really be one of those moments that is beyond politics. It should be. (laughs) I don't know that it is, but it should be. The failure of this administration, whoever is actually running the gig, uh, and this pullout um, is, is shocking, it's unbelievable, it's beyond comprehension, and it should disturb and disgust every American, and it shouldn't matter what the what the letter after your after your name is, what, either Democrat or Republican. It really shouldn't matter. I don't think it should. I don't have any letter after at the end of my name. So where are you? I mean, we heard from people last week 
who uh, actually admitted that, no, I, I, I've, I regret my vote. Uh, this is horrible. So I'm just wondering if there are still some folks out there uh, who, you know, are really feeling bad about that vote because, man, he's only been in office for seven months. He's only been in office for seven months. And to say, you know, to say that uh, the world, in a sense, is in chaos as a result is kind of a, it's not a, it's not, I'm not, not being over the top here. Okay, we, I'm sure our allies are looking at this going, you know, uh, can't really count on the Americans anymore. Our enemies are licking their chops. the the geopolitical ramifications of what is taking place right now are, are are incomprehensible you just watched in in a handful of weeks america in a sense lose all standing internationally you're talking about a guy who let boris johnson the prime minister of great britain call for 36 hours before he even talked to him Uh, you know, it's mind-boggling. Plus, you know, here at home, we still have an open border. Uh, folks are, are pouring into this country, uh, possibly with COVID, lots of them with COVID. They're being shipped uh, all over the place, uh, you know, um, uh, possibly, and we know this from, from our border folks, that, yeah, international terrorists have made their way into this country already. Inflation is through the roof. We have empty shelves at gro- at the grocery stores. Trey and I were talking about that earlier on Where in Rima. I know it's not a huge thing, but you know, I got a little chihuahua. This is just to, as an example. I got a little chihuahua. You know my little chihuahua, Foxy. She eats a specific certain certain kind of food, and they've been out of that food for weeks, months. And there are other items you go to the H E B, and there's just nothing on the shelves. You know, these are strange and dark times, man. We still got a pandemic. We Now we have people who are vaccinated. I, I'm sorry to be, like, bringing you down and stuff. But, you know, things are, are, are crazy weird right now. And so if you are a Democrat and you proudly cast a vote for Joe Biden, how are you feeling? <laughs> how are you? No, I'm serious. How I, I won't be a jerk to you if you call up. I, I, how are you feeling about it? Are you still happy that you're free of Trump's roughness and his his, his mean tweets and his non-presidential behavior? Or is that still winning the day for you? Because again, seven months and all this has taken place. And to a two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five to a certain extent, I honestly believe it's it's really this cheap that many of these things uh, are taking place because they just couldn't let anything with Trump's name on it stand. Trump had border policies that were working; they had to go. Uh, Trump had uh, a, a withdrawal plan that was working for Afghanistan. That had to go. Had his name on it. 
So I really think it's 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 that cheap. <laughs> you know, I, I know there are there are thoughts of, of like the Great Reset and the globalists and this is all part of the 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 big evil overall plan to take down America uh, so that uh, you can start this one world government thing or what have you. I don't know. But I I increasingly think they're just stupid and vain. And the worst people to have in positions of leadership are who? People who are stupid and vain. And that's what's happening right now. And you can see it with your own eyes. So, you know, I pray for our country. Pray for our folks still left in Afghanistan as you go through your weekend. Pray for the for a solution to this situation. Pray for good people <laughs> to possibly make a stand of some sort. And uh, we'll, we'll take some more calls and, and uh, talk some more when we get back uh, uh, and talk about some funny stuff here to end the day. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yes, indeed. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. 1049, uh, last few minutes of the show. And, uh, uh, again, still kind of watching... Developments out of Afghanistan, and uh, which we'll continue to do through the weekend. Uh, you know, I, I, as I tell you every Friday, right, Chris? I, I gotta, I gotta decompress a little when the weekends come along. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna monitor the news this weekend because there's no weekend for the people there in Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't get a break uh, from this nightmare. So I, I'll keep uh, watching the news, but uh, I'm going to be uh, disconnecting here and there, man, just to uh, clear out my brain from from all this stuff. It's been a heavy, heavy week, and uh, uh, I'm talking about uh, this stuff. But uh, appreciate all the calls. If you uh, want to chime in in the final few minutes, give us a ring, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, uh, and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, I asked uh, Democrats who may be listening to this show, uh, if uh, you're still feeling good about either your party or or if you're feeling good about uh, you're feeling good about the president. Uh, again, uh, last night was uh, probably the worst he's been. He he seems. <laughs> Chris is calling me. Not you can't call me, Chris. Chris can't call me. You work on the show. You can't call me. He can, Don says he can call me. All right, Chris, give me a call. 210-599-5555. <laughs> Can I pick it up? <laughs> Hello? Hey. Hey. Man, it sucks what's going on in Afghanistan. <laughs> Does it, Chris? Does it really suck? Yeah, terrible. What are your thoughts? You need a leader. Well, you need a leader. Yeah. Yeah. You need a parachute Sean Ryman in there. <laughs> you, you need a what? Parachute Sean Ryman in there. You need a parachute Sean Ryman in there. So That's all great. Down, you say, I have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for the call. That was my producer. He's right over there. <laughs> I have a condition. <laughs> I have a condition. 
It's getting worse today. <laughs> Parachute you in. <laughs> With your battery pack flapping behind you. <laughs> Smacking you upside the head. At least I said that. Well, we parachute Sean Rama into that White House. You take care of business. Nah, you don't really understand. I, I am the most, in my personal life, I am probably one of the most inept human beings you'll ever meet. I mean, I, uh, I could do radio, right? And I'm a hell of a poet and a writer. But you don't want me running anything. You don't want me presiding over anything, man. I have enough trouble just presiding over my own stinking existence. The press conferences would be great, though. They would be. Yeah. Mr. President, why do you suck so bad? Uh, <laughs> I have a condition. <laughs> I have a condition. Oh, you're talking about if I'm the president. Oh, I have a condition. <laughs> I would say if I was in the press corps, that's what I would ask. No, that would be your answer. That, no, Mr. Yeah. President, you seem to just sit around in the residential area watching old westerns on television and not answering any questions. You're a complete idiot. Sit down. I have a condition for crying I out. have a condition. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, Peter, you don't get to ask one because I know you're going to be a jerk. All right. Here's uh, Vir- <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> hey, hey, good morning. <laughs> hey, Virgil, how you doing, man? Very good, very well. How are you? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? I have uh, I have I have two remarks. Uh, the people that are responsible, the the people that should really be questioned about why it is that we have a mentally challenged president in office, are the very people that are criticizing him now. That's to say, the leadership, which are the Republicans who would not stand behind the rightful president when he was in office to begin with. You're, you're talking about Trump, him. yeah. Absolutely. They did not support him, and now they're complaining. They should be held accountable, too, and confronted publicly. You did not support the rightful, and now we have an imposter. And look at what he's done. You are responsible, too. Who, me? The first, uh, huh? Who, me? No, not no, heavens no. But the people who people who did not right right I get you the people in Congress and, and, and right that absolutely. didn't uh, uh, didn't stand for an invest a serious investigation and who kind of blew the whole thing off as a conspiracy theory right yeah right. I agree well, and and they didn't support him when he was in office they did everything they could to undermine him and to destroy yep, him I agree I gotta and, run man I agree I'm just out of time yeah. let's take one more call here's Linda Linda how Hi. you doing. Pretty good. I heard the Biden speaking yesterday, and he's ready to blame the military. I hope people that are in the military, especially his generals, that they speak up and say, no, he's the one that wanted it this way. Let's see if they can do it, if they, if they can stand up for themselves and not let being let themselves being blamed for what happened. Yeah, it's shameful. I appreciate the call. He was absolutely shameful yesterday. Here's PJ. PJ, how you doing? Hey, doing great. I'm 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 feeling pretty good about Biden. I got to say, I really am because I I think he's a closet Trumper. Nobody could do anything to help Trump more than he has right now. I think he's really <laughs> a closet Trumper. Okay, well, we'll let that be the final word. Closet Trumper. Well, I forget who said it, but you know, if 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 your goal is to destroy the country, was it Tucker Carlson? 
if your goal is to destroy this country and destroy this country's standing in the world, he's doing an incredible job. He's doing a bang-up job at, at destroying America and destroying our influence around the world. Now, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, as far as the people who have died, uh, our military personnel, 13, uh, as we know, uh, and all the Afghans, uh, Democrats love to use this line, blood is on your hands. Well, you know what? That blood is on his hands. That blood is on his hands and on the hands of whoever, whomever, are really making the decisions behind the scenes. And I guess people could say, uh, well, you know, the the people who are really to blame are the people who are behind the scenes who are making the, the choices and the decisions, and he's, he's so out of it, it's not his fault. Now, he is actually the president. <laughs> he is actually the president, so he is actually the one who's responsible. And uh, they're just horrible, horrible, horrible people. You know, I don't know how else to put it. They're horrible people. We have horrible people in the worst position possible at the worst time possible. And uh, and it's disturbing and sad uh, and, and ang- you know, just infuriating to watch this happen. Again, when you consider that it didn't have to happen. That's, that's the part of it that really gets me. It didn't have to go down like this. It really didn't. If he had just stuck to, to Trump's plan, now, he would have had to have been a badass, which he's never actually been very good at. He would have actually probably had to have bombed a few people, which, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of a wussy when it comes to that sort of thing. But had he stuck to the basic plan, uh, you know, this would be a much, much different situation than what we're all seeing unfold before our very eyes right now. And uh, so, yeah, as you go through your weekend, and especially on Sunday, uh, let's all do some collective praying uh, for the folks who who are stuck in Afghanistan. Let's pray that we're able to get them out. Let's pray for their safety. Pray for the folks, uh, the Afghan folks, who, who are being targeted by the Taliban for assisting and working with us. Just pray. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye.